0: Good morning everybody. Welcome back to the Cinemania World podcast. My name is Dwayne and today we have another episode of Monday Morning Movies. I'm joined by my co-host for the Monday Morning Movie show, we have Brett. Brett, how are
1: you? Doing excellent on this fine morning, Mr. Miller. The sun is shining and uh, you know, I'm ready. It's, it's a Monday. It doesn't always have to be a bad thing. You know, March breaks over, so I guess it's time to, you know, put the working helmet back on and get at her. But no, I'm excited. I'm happy to be here as always. Favorite part of the week. How are you doing, though? That's what's more important to me.
0: I'm doing good. It's Monday. You know what that means. It's the Monday morning movie show. I'm feeling a lot better from uh, last week and my weekend kind of sickness that I had going on, but I'm feeling much better. Uh, And yeah, how are you? How's everything been? How was your weekend?
1: It was good, actually. It was nice. I mean, it was sad last week to miss out on the Monday morning movies because of everything that was going on with you, but I am glad you're feeling better. But, um, you know, it was good. It was uh, had some people home for March break, whereas restrictions around here are starting to ease up a little bit. So it was okay. good to have some friends home and some family and get to see people and actually get out and do things a little bit. Uh, my little sister was in a play. It was Frozen Junior. Oh. So we got to see and enjoy that. And that was nice. And it was the first time that me and my girlfriend went back go to a restaurant and since probably like last summer so it was a good week i had a good time
0: good that's nice that's good good weekend successful i i would say absolutely um <laughs> my girlfriend was actually she was here she, my girlfriend was actually here as well um it's her birthday tomorrow so she came oh, nice. for the weekend and stuff so um yeah it's been really good um very nice we have a lot to get into because uh a lot of shit went down this weekend <laughs> went not, down <laughs> not bad shit but a lot of stuff and you know stuff that we have to watch and we got a lot of questions here from uh skype that we can get into obviously much more much of them is about uh zach snyder's justice league and falcon and winter soldier Good. and Good. stuff like that yep give me all so, the
1: superhero stuff
0: all the superhero stuff so <laughs> let's get right into it the first question here today that we have is from uh, says the person is from india hey hmm. Aria, very nice. um all right this person here says how successful do you think the release of zack snyder's justice league was on hbo max um here's what i here's what i'll say Before we get into the meat of this question, I do want to get your thoughts on the movie and stuff like that and actually talk to you about the movie a little bit. But here's what I'll say before we get into it. Uh, I saw more of Zack Snyder's Justice League than I saw of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So take that how you will. I just... (laughs) Falcon and Winter Soldier fell off a cliff this weekend. It's like... It was Like, you know, it was like... It was still, I uh, yeah. I did. Uh, I didn't watch it till Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. I won't say like, oh, everyone forgot, but dude, it, this was not a good idea. He, and I did hear all oh, they they had the release date first, but so I mean, just <laughs> if if you think if you especially leading up to the movie, the hype for falcon and winter soldier has not been that big for at um you know um against you know going up against uh zach snyder's justice league and exactly uh, even ja- Zack snyder's justice league came out on thursday falcon and winter soldier's friday i'm like oh fuck i forgot <laughs> and i'm like i um i think they should have moved at least till next week or something mm-hmm. next week is i mean this weekend is nothing so i think i think actually i think this weekend is uh invincible and amazon prime which was got, which was also great um but i don't know i don't think this was the right move but um before we get into that i I wanted to get your thoughts on uh the movie and stuff like that Mm
1: absolutely no um i think it's no surprise you know i was i was a part of the road to the justice league series yeah i was so hyped for this like i've been a part of this movement uh, on the nicer side of things because you know it's not always sunshine and rainbows when it comes to this sort of a passionate fan base but um i was so excited you know i've wanted to see the snyder cut since the weed inversion released and we finally got it And honestly, Dwayne, I don't think I could have been more pleased. Uh, I sat down with my brother and one of my best friends. It was like we watched it straight through all four hours from like Mm -hmm. 9 p.m. to like 1 a.m. And the three of us across the board loved every single minute of it. It's just it's so much more of everything and it's a good thing there's much more action there you know there's much more of that stuff too right the typical zack snyder stuff that people aren't always a fan of like there's much more action and slow-mo and and some of the music choices are a little bit strange but it also gave mm-hmm. you much more character development for all the characters across the board even the villain steppenwolf is a great villain now No, mm-hmm. maybe not a yeah. great film but he's a much much yeah improved he's, a, villain. he's
0: a he's a I'd say, you know, I wouldn't. I, the A plus villains, I'd give it to like a Thanos and Killmonger, or even Zod, if you yeah. really want to kind of throw in there. um But yeah, he's like a solid B, solid B, kid, B, villain.
1: Exactly, right, right. And then of course we got the expansion of the world. Are, are we gonna say spoilers? Question mark. Are we get? Yeah, we can go bit? into
0: spoilers. Everyone, it's been the no, Okay, I've been okay. It's not in, huge, I huge. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of it floating around the internet anyway, but like, you know, huge world building, like, of course, we got Darkseid, which we knew anyway, but then, of course, we got some Martian Manhunter thrown in there, so it was really... Everything a fan of Zack Snyder and a part of this movement could have wanted. I loved it. The yeah. only thing, my only gripe really with it, and it's not a big one at all, it barely takes away from the movie at all because I've been dying to sit down and watch it again since Thursday evening. And I probably am going to do so tonight if I'm being honest. Sure. But my only gripe is that the scenes tacked on at the end felt like scenes tacked on at the end. I, like there was like three of yeah. them, right? I feel like they could have stuck yeah. with like one and it I felt like it I was like okay yeah. it's over now okay it's over now okay mm-hmm. it's over now i, I thought <laughs> you could that's my, ended my only break, honestly
0: yeah you definitely could have ended it when you know everyone kind of goes their separate ways and stuff to so add a whole right. other like 20 minutes of just exposition and what's gonna happen to, i mean that that stuff would have been great as like a post-credit scene not as long absolutely but like the nightmare stuff could have been a great post-credit kind of sequence x out the stuff with um with uh jesse eisenberg i don't think it was neat need- i don't think stuff like that was needed um only my only big gripe with the movie is though is i don't think the runtime is warranted but not to say that i'm over here like oh make it two hours like those geeks did in 2017 I think yeah you could have done what you needed to do in three hours and like 20 mm-hmm. minutes you know I don't think it can get to go a full 40 or something. Uh, You know, I liked the movie a lot. I I, I loved it. I really did. I really had so much fun with it. Um, And I like that. It just felt it felt like he was doing a lot. It felt like he was kind of taking criticism for. The BVS stuff, so he added a little bit more humor where you thought all the humor of the 2017 one was all Josh Whedon, but you know there's a lot of humor still here in this movie, and I thought that, I thought I thought it was but much better humor as well, but um Definitely. I think he just. I don't feel the self indulgent indulgence like I did with BBS. As I don't feel that a lot in here. I think everyone would say I feel it, but that's probably because oh, it's a four-hour movie and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, honest to God, feel like this is four hours because, like, listen, I don't know when I'm going to do this again. I don't know if I want to come back and do this and do a movie with Warner Bros. Let me just <laughs> do do what stuff that I had because he he wanted to bring in green lantern here they told him no it's like he wanted to just i feel like he was just like okay let me i'm just gonna set up my shit and then i'm never gonna do it again i guess and then i'm gone and whatnot yeah, you definitely know been that. um yeah. yeah i really like like this is, a lot of stuff could have been cut out um i'm still not buying amy adams i just don't i feel like her stuff could have been cut as well uh it just felt like every time we went to her i was like it's such a de- it's such a departure from the main story it feels like um, hmm. even though it is like a part of the story as far as Superman's return and, and right. stuff, and that, I just feel like they just don't have an idea of what to do with her character. She kind of just mopes around. She does that for like every movie that she's, I just don't know what the point is for Lois Lane anymore. You know, I, I, I don't know. Um, the weird singing, <laughs> the, the weird singing. With yeah, the that, that went on a little too long. I
1: kept waiting for that to end, and it just yeah. didn't. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, like, sniffs his sweater. Um, I mean, minor, I would, too. It's Jace right. Momoa, like, you know. But, you know. Minor, the singing, uh, minor, I was like,
0: uh. Yeah, I agree. Minor spoilers and stuff like that in this um, kind of recap of the movie. But, yeah, I just loved the fact that things got explanations here. Everyone mm-hmm. has... I like the uh, six part idea, even though, you know, people are like, oh, it could have been three or four. I like the six part idea because, I mean, the parts make sense. The first part is like kind of a recap of what happened and how everyone's dealing with the death of Superman. Second part is like it's literally called Age of Heroes. And that's when you get introduced to all the heroes. And I love that. I love actually seeing some stuff with Aquaman, which is a perfect setup for his movie you know, too, like, cause a lot of people are yeah. forgetting. I know people, some people are like, oh, but this kind of, uh, so this, this, what happened to all the stuff that happened in the Aquaman movie? Like, no, y'all gotta remember, this is a, you gotta make, you gotta pretend that this is, came out in 2017. This is before Aquaman and Shazam and the Flash coming out. You know, this is before Wonder Woman 1984. This is before all of that. Still, you know, even though it's releasing now, this is before all of that. So I, this is what have been a great kind of, uh introduction to aquaman i thought it was really good introduction to cyborg's character cyborg was great here um i rewatched it again um listen i know everyone is like oh i mean the aspect ratio thing doesn't get a lot of people i just i think it just comes down to preference i prefer a full screen um Mm -hmm. that's even with the marvel movies i hate widescreen i like when my screen is full and I, I and I, mean I, so. and I know, um, you know, I know people are like, yeah, you get to see the full shot. I get you. I 100 percent get you. but I'm, I'm just off of preference. I prefer a full screen. Um, Infinity, right. Like I told you, when I saw Infinity War and IMAX, the whole screen was full. At then Endgame, it was dated wide widescreen. And I was like, eh, you know, um, I just like a, I like a, I like me a full screen. Um, so with that, yeah, uh, I watched a screener and HBO maxes their screeners at like 1080p when you're watching Mm -hmm. it and stuff like, you know, as far as like the resolution. So watching it in 4 and 4k on my TV was fantastic. The movie (laughs) looks great. Like, you know, it looks so good. I can't believe how good it looks compared to like what happened, you know, and everything. But um, you would think they threw like another 200 million with the way the movie looks and stuff, but it's only 70. So movie looks great. I think all, I think most of that 70 just went to VFX, you know, Um, yeah, it had to yeah but it, it, i thought it looked great and stuff and you know i know people have gripes and and stuff like that i just i really liked what they did here you know i really liked what he did i think it's such a massive improvement from that 2017 one um yeah i i, I don't know um the only thing too this is more of an online nitpicky thing everyone was like throwing away their 2017 blu-ray why'd you buy it I don't have it. <laughs> I never truth. bought it. <laughs> why'd you buy it? I never bought it. I said this is a disaster. Why the hell am I buying this thing? So it was just well, well that's not really that doesn't make I've seen I've seen like ten videos of people throwing away their 2017 Blu-ray. I'm like, well who looks like more of a geek here? Like why'd you get it? It's like twenty seven dollars still. So I don't know. Um but I thought the movie was really good, you know, and uh yeah, I still not I'm still not with Flash. Eh, you know, but and I was Flashing.
1: out with Ezra Miller as
0: Flash. Yeah, I think I think it's that. I um. Yeah, I, I, I would much rather a recast. I, I just, uh, I'm not excited for the movie because, um, Ezra Miller is Flash and he's he's here. They're not going to recast uh, recast Ezra Miller no. as far as what happened last year. But I um I I, I, I have I'm not with this casting at all, really. So. <laughs> um well I thought this is my favorite Wonder Woman as well Wonder Woman was great the Themyscira stuff was so good um Steppenwolf was just I just liked it a lot so let's get into that question how successful do you think it was I think massively we don't have numbers yet but Mm -hmm. it feels like everyone was watching this thing and um it wasn't in theaters, so that means most of it is, I mean, all of it is all HBO Max. So I think this was probably a huge success with them. Uh What do you think?
1: Yeah, I've honestly been very excited to hear the numbers. I want to know because, again, this movement has been a huge thing for like four straight years. I want to see if people actually showed up. You know, the hashtagging and the saying this and the saying that is one thing. But did people actually show up to see this? And I agree with you. I think so because there have been tons of views online tons of reactions and youtube videos and speculation and every single post i see about it or youtube video i see about it has absolutely blown up in proportion to say the other channels or the other pages posts you know what i mean like i'm seeing yeah. videos from like IGN get you know, like 200, 300,000 views in four hours where they normally mm-hmm. get like 35. Like, you know what I mean? This is yeah. really blown up and become a huge thing. So I'm going to say when we get the numbers, we're going to see records broken. And not just for HBO Max, I mean records broken for like streaming movies in general. Uh, Yeah, I
0: hope so. Um, I still think because of – because I still think because of uh, – Okay, I still think because of how much uh, subscribers Disney Plus has as far as the record goes, I still feel like, um, I know WandaVision broke a bunch of like records. So I'm trying to, I feel like they would have released something. No, but I don't, I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say because I don't know how they feel about how good of a reception this movie's getting. Um, And it's getting a good reception and you kind of, you sparked that, that, uh, restore the Snyderverse kind of hashtag. Are you with that?
1: I was gonna ask you that. How how are you feeling about that? I know it took you a really, really long time to get on the release the Snyder cut (laughs) train. How are you feeling about the restore the
0: Snyderverse train? Uh, I'm like so indifferent. Because I liked this movie a lot. Actually, I actually mm. I I love this movie a lot. I can to rewatch my like, okay, yeah, but this is one of my favorite this is at least in like my top twenty favorite comic book movies. You know what I mean? That's yeah, superhero Absolutely. World. Uh and I was like, man, I don't I think he should go to another studio. I Okay. I just don't think they I don't think they treated him well, even with the release of this thing. Uh, they threw money on at it. But like you said a couple of weeks ago, I think this was like a HBO Max come subscribe kind of thing. Rather, yeah, than, just like a PR okay, thing, right? Yeah, okay, we fucked you over. All right, sorry. Here, you know what I mean? We know the relationship
1: I, isn't good too. They made him basically yeah, swear yeah. under oath to say that it wasn't canon and stuff, and they told him he wasn't allowed to shoot any more scenes. And he was basically just like, "Fuck you, I'm doing it anyway." So yeah. and you know, if he relationship decided, is not
0: good. If he decided, hey, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking want to go back to the studio. I mean, that's that's his that is his complete right because i mean the studio really fucked him over and i don't think people really understand how bad they fucked him over um with with the release of this movie so i would i don't think anyone would want to come back to that would i would want to see it yeah but my thing is, is that i'm a fan of other people's kind of vision as far as characters i don't think one person as far as zach like as a direct it's different when you're feige right and feige is uh okay this is my vision of my my marvel universe and stuff he's not out here directing every movie you know what i mean yeah he's producing i I like if this is zach's vision okay um I would I would rather it be like a Wonder Woman. Like he's producing, but it's Patty Jenkins and it's like this director and that director. Right. If one guy is just directing all these characters, we're going to have much of the same thing. And that's also, yeah, that's okay. just not what I'm a fan of. I think MCU... Their movies are directed by different people. But at the end of the day, I know you didn't let in. I know you didn't let the director of Captain Marvel really direct Captain Marvel. That's like the first time she's on screen. It's very MCU. I know you didn't let Peyton redirect. You know what I mean? I just I know at the end of the day, it's just they all feel and look the same. Most of them and yeah. you have like Rat- or Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy or a Black Panther look really different and feel really different. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm like, really, I'm like cut down the middle because after this ending, I'm like, Oh yeah, I want to see what's going on with Superman and the, and the, the death of Lois Lane and where all this stuff goes and what's happening. I, yeah, I would love to see all that, but I'm also a champion of uh, okay. Kathy Yan is directing a birds of prey. Okay. Uh, um, this person is directing Shazam two. And uh, you know what I mean? I still want to see those, you know? Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. So like in the middle but um yeah i love the movie though Definitely. i mean that's something you could never <laughs> say you know exactly that's very true that's true yeah um okay so i hope it was i hope it was really successful we have no numbers yet but i hope so let's get into this other question here uh, this person here said should falcon and winter soldier have moved weeks We've talked about this a little bit i think yes um at least either to this week or I know they have a plan because of, uh, you know, their their schedules was kind of nixed and stuff with the with the, you know, the pandemic and and WandaVision was like literally done at the last minute and stuff, too. Um, but at least a week later, I, I, I just especially when things started to hype up. But I don't know, it's 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 kind of hard when you're already doing you're doing all these trailers of doing the release date is this, you know, a week or two after WandaVision. And stuff, so um, I don't know But I do feel like it got the It it got overshadowed And I was not expecting it to get overshadowed It got really overshadowed This weekend, like I, I barely heard anything about Falcon, even Amanda from the team she's a massive falcon winter soldier fan and she's like dude uh, no one's talking about my boys and i'm like well yeah <laughs> i'm sorry just like everyone even after even saturday everyone's re-watching the snyder cut sunday everyone's watching it with their families i know people who are watching it half on this day half the next day you know i don't know people who were doing parts by parts like it was actual mini series some people watched it in full you know i just think it got overshadowed you know and i don't know what do you 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 you think and what was your thoughts on this um episode did you, you finally watched it right yeah, I did. Yeah. So
1: I'm in the same boat as you, though, to start off because it kind of leads into my point is it, just the fact that I think they should have moved. But, you know, Marvel wasn't because they have so much on their slate this year, which is great to see after a year with nothing from the MCU. But uh, their slate's pretty packed and I don't think they really could afford to move but it definitely was the right choice if they could have because yeah the, the hype for the Snyder Cut was a near unparalleled right it's only been eclipsed by things like Infinity War and Endgame for instance you know or like these event movies maybe like a, a Christopher Nolan movie or something yeah. like that right but like it, it's one of the most hyped movies I've seen in a long time and yeah Falcon and the Winter Soldier I'm a diehard MCU fan I've been there since day one I adore pretty much everything they put out and i forgot about the falcon and the winter soldier until like saturday morning and i was so mad at myself but it was just because on friday i was still coming off the high of the snyder cut and i made yeah. a video like i did my ranking of the dceu and i spent the day working yeah, on that that's what everyone was and doing then, yeah
0: rankings and this you and know what happens so, next and, exactly
1: so it, got, it just completely eclipsed the falcon and the winter soldier in every way but that being said that shouldn't take away from people watching it, and it shouldn't take away from people shouldn't think that like oh the quality of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is bad or something yeah, because yeah. that's you know not the case at all. That episode, the first episode, was like a nine out of ten for me. I loved it. I love love love, love when they when they do this sort of thing to their characters, right? Because we spend all these movies, especially a lot of the time, where these guys only really play supporting roles. I love when they humanize these larger than life characters. You see mm-hmm. that Falcon is having financial struggles. You see that Buck he is suffering from PTSD and having nightmares and little things, right? Like he's still uh, sleeping on the floor and stuff. And that line from Civil War where he says, I remember all of them. Like that has so much more meaning now. So I love when the MCU takes the time to focus on these supporting slash smaller characters and really humanizes these larger than life figures and even with that stuff like the good story stuff it also still had kick-ass action and you know that opening scene with falcon was brilliant Mm -hmm. and that winter soldier scene when that score kicked in from the winter soldier movie is just goosebumps like they nailed it with this first episode and i am incredibly excited for the rest of the series oh i absolutely
0: loved the winter soldier callback here um i just loved like the winter soldier is my favorite mcu movie still mm-hmm. and the winter soldiers look before he takes off the mask and everything it's so intimidating and imposing and so badass and this when he like when you know oh my god one of my i don't it's so it's such an underrated scene because the mcu is so filled with amazing scenes you know but when they yeah, that chase scene true. with nick fury uh and then he's getting past all these cops and he's wounded and then out of the smoke you just see the winter soldier with his little whatever mm. that gun was, score kicks in. Oh my! The score, and he looks so badass. And he's literally trying to murder Nick Fury. The car flips, and he just gently moves out the way so the car can flip. Yeah, it's so good. And then Nick Fury, Nick Fury pulls out a, a mini lightsaber or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I just love Winter Soldier in in that movie. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Winter Soldier kind of. I mean, it's my favorite movie, of course, so I'm biased um, as far as MCU goes. But, like, when, when Cap is chasing him and then he throws the shield and fucking turns around and catches it, I just thought Winter Soldier was such a badass. And then when he turns good, I part of me was like, oh, you said he's a geek now. But, like, I, I, I've always <laughs> loved that version of winter soldier so seeing a callback to that where he's just a murderer mm-hmm. even though he's a villain here i i really liked that so it totally made a lot of sense for them to dive in, into the trauma and then of course seeing falcon's kind of home life was good um and stuff like that so yeah as far as moving the weeks i think um maybe like a week i think a week wouldn't hurt like another week yeah like a, you know um because this week you do have Invincible, it's three episodes, but the Snyder Cut just felt like a huge kind of thing and a massive audience. And then, especially, there was discourse, but I don't think people were expecting for even critic. Most of the discourse was like, it was everyone liked it you know there's people of course there's people who are like oh i didn't vibe with it or it's too long for me it's Zack snyder bullshit if you're not i i told this last i said this last week if you're not a fan of Zack snyder i i can't imagine you why liking this you know no. I, I can't imagine <laughs> but um what what i'll say is that i like cape shit and um i thought this was i thought this was pretty good you know i like this over bbs there's like only one couple of things that I like from BBS, but um, most of it involves Batman and stuff. But um, yeah, only thing I will say about the discourse is that some of it is outrageous. Very Some of it so. is like outrageous, but I mean, I expect we all expected that it's gonna so. happen with everything, yeah, right? it's gonna happen, but um, it's not as terribly bad as I thought it was going to be as far as going into the movie. Um, it's generally
1: positive, that kind of seems it, yeah, to be the general exactly. consensus, right? Is that most people really enjoyed it, and the ratings, right? You know, even from critics. For the most part, have been like you know pretty positive, like not overwhelmingly so, but like the fan reception does seem to be incredibly positive, which is very
0: nice to see. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I really I had a really good time. I can't wait to um, watch it again and stuff. I just you know it's it's a little long, but Uh, that's That's what I I like about the parts. Though, right? You can sit down and be like,
1: I'm gonna watch part one, part two this morning, and this afternoon. Maybe I'll watch like part three right stuff right. like that right like how they kind of chop re- it up like
0: this my uh, my saturday rewatch i didn't watch it on one sitting i think i stopped like two hours and like 10 minutes because that's the length of a full-length movie <laughs> you know <Yeah>. especially <laughs> a comic book film there's plenty of comic f- book films that are lower that are like um you know shorter than that so I, stopped, I think i stopped around like two hours and 10 and then i did some stuff around the house went out and that night I, I finished it. You know, I think if you do it like that. But the reason why I say I, I wish it was shorter because I like rewatching my face like I watched Endgame in theaters eight times. Eight. Yeah. So eight. if this was <laughs> like if this was like three hours and fifteen, three hours and twenty, I probably would have watched it like six times by now you know what i mean yeah just at least by like at least six times mm-hmm. by now um maybe not six maybe like a, i won't go crazy maybe like people are like who are on like their eighth we watch this weekend i'm like i don't know how you have the time yeah but, what um, else did you do this weekend? <laughs> what else did it's you, do? Did you just keep praying could you just keep pressing play when it was done or something but um oh, i would okay sleep i, I probably would have watched the film over the weekend at least probably four times one the screening that's fair yeah yeah the screening then again on um, when it releases i can see the 4k then like with like a family member or something then by myself again you know so mm-hmm. if it was shorter i probably would have done that but because of the runtime like i'm not it's four hours you gotta you really have to have like a. It's a lot. And, yeah you gotta have a day when you're not doing something can you imagine like you're starting this at five in the afternoon and it's over at nine oh one
1: yeah it's (laughs) dark and all of a sudden (laughs) yeah you know that's that's a lot of that's
0: a huge commitment you must not have a family you must not have a lot of friends in the house you are probably just not doing much and yeah it's not a movie you can casually
1: watch you really do have to commit because even if you are gonna watch like parts of it you still have to commit to a good chunk of time because the parts are like almost like an hour each. Most of them are like 35, yeah. 45
0: minutes. So yeah. when you sitting down, time. you really yeah. have to put time to the side. I think there's times for how long each part is. Let me just give me one yeah, I think second. I, I think I, of, I, I think. have it. Um, I think I have it in the from a ch- from like a previous chat. Um, yeah, I got it. Oh, you do have it, okay.
1: Um, what are the yeah, what are I the can, times? I can go for it. So it goes: prologue is nine minutes, part one is twenty-eight, part two is thirty-two, part three is forty-two, part four is thirty, part five is thirty-two, part six is forty-one, and then the epilogue is
0: nineteen. Yeah, this totally. I think I think they did that because of the they were undecided. They wanted to do a full movie or a series. Exactly. Um, yeah. I th- I don't know what I would I I would have I wouldn't have mind either. So I thought I thought each part. I think smartly each part ended. I actually would love to see kind of cut to see how it is if you just have it in an episode. Somebody would probably do that in the future on YouTube or something like that. But yeah. um each part ended like with with like a a one liner that you would see on a TV show. Did you notice that?
1: i did like, yeah i feel like, like i
0: was saying the same thing that it was kind of yeah. like
1: it, they kind of found the best of both worlds in a sense here because it gives people the option like i was saying right like if you only want to say like okay i'll watch part one or part two today then as soon as you see that part three pop up on the screen can get okay i'm going to stop it now and i'll come back to it you know tomorrow exactly. or this evening or something
0: exactly yeah i saw that a lot as far as um online and stuff yeah. um you know i i think i saw that a lot in the movie too where just like they'll say a line and it'll it'll like cut to black and then the part something comes up and whatnot mm-hmm. um speaking of epilogue i mean the um prologue i love the opening so much um i love i just love uh, why in god's name <laughs> as any director you come in you see that opening you're like no nah, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a video of kids cell phone cam what a geek! I was, I was watching this opening, and I was just like, "Man, what an opening! It just sets the tone so well." Everyone felt this, this like roar from Superman, and it's oh, like yeah. the humming and going through each world and each kind it's the of fluidity area. of the stories for me, you know, because it it's so like cool. you start yeah. off.
1: BVS starts at the end of Man of Steel and Justice League starts off at the end of BVS. It just shows that like Zack Snyder had this vision, right? And that's what I love is that the stories just seamlessly pass through one another. Yeah,
0: now now a part of me definitely wants to. A part of me definitely wants to do like a trilogy watch. That'll be a long mm-hmm. fucking day. That'll be it. you have to because you have to watch the <laughs> ultimate
1: edition too for BVS if you oh, actually fuck. want to enjoy it at all. <laughs> oh, You're talking fuck. like two and a half hours, three hours, four
0: hours. <laughs> you know, fuck. it's a whole last <laughs> day. That's a whole, like you just said, that's a whole last day commitment. I think it'd be worth day it, time. but fuck, oh yeah, because I love the ending here. I mean, the, for the opening, is it it's like Superman is like, oh, oh and then you hear that, yeah. the, the you know, in Themyscira they hear it at Atlantis, they you know, the hear Tritonians it. I was dead. like, that, oh, that is bumps. so, that is so cool. I thought that was really, really cool the way it opened, especially on a rewatch and having all the you know the four K visuals. I was just. I was just yeah. like, oh, this is this is great already and stuff. So um yeah, definitely want to rewatch them at some point. Probably maybe like Sunday or something like that. <laughs> um Okay, let's get into another question before we head out here. We got the first reactions for Godzilla versus Kong. Um, and this person here says, How do you feel about critics saying that they spend way too much time with the human characters again?
1: If you go first. You
0: want to go first. You going? You can go. <laughs> get, I, get I saw somebody. Time everyone, to they were like, "Yeah, they were." I, somebody. Some of the responses were like, "Oh my god, it's such an epic movie!" But the humans, the humans, and I'm like, "Oh my god, why don't they just stop with this?" The movie because of Godzilla versus Kong. I get you want to make you want to give it that summer blockbuster feel and make it epic. So you want to make it like two hours and 20 something minutes. And I know a lot of people think they would want a two hour and 20 minute movie of just the two monsters fighting. But you have to do something to fill up that time. My mm-hmm. solution is to make it an hour and 45 minutes. If you if you don't, if you have to, if you need, if you can. You know? You don't have to have... When I was watching a trailer and they introduced this girl and the girl's important, I'm like, ah... This <laughs> uh, stuff and... <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I don't know. What's your thoughts?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, essentially. It's, it's a mixed bag. I mean... I'm happy to hear the cool stuff is as cool as I wanted it to be, which is nice coming mm-hmm. off of uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I, I didn't love personally. You know, it was it was fun, it was entertaining enough, but it was the big thing, right? That they tried to make this super long movie, and the monsters only go at it every so often, and the human characters were awful, and the story was awful. So you know, Godzilla King of the Monsters was okay. So I'm happy to hear that this seems like a much improved version of that. And then you also have King Kong there, which you know, the King Kong's my boy. So, but yeah, it's no doubt that that's the biggest issue with this monster verse is the human characters. The only human characters I personally liked are the ones in Kong skull Island, which I actually did enjoy. I'd say the majority of them. I liked the bond of the soldiers and things like that, but yeah, I I knew this was going to happen
0: with this movie. I thought that was a perfect blend. Yeah, I actually watched. And it was only Skull like, Island. what, an hour and 45, two hours, it, maybe? Yeah, I thought it was a perfect blend of human. You didn't, yeah, of course, you have a couple characters where, like, oh, I lost my mom, my wife and this, that, and the third. But I thought that was, I think the first Godzilla, you see Godzilla, what, like, twice? I'm like, bro. Maybe, like, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I get you trying to make this, like, dramatic. and But you know what people want here. They don't want. <laughs> They don't want, like, they just, you you got two, you got a behemoth, and I think Godzilla vs. Kong, the trailers were like, hey, you're gonna get your fucking Monsterverse movie, look at all the monsters you're gonna get, and again, there's Millie Bobby Brown, this person, that person. This person. Okay, with monster battle. Ah. Blah. And then we'll go back to yeah. the humans. So this person. So it's gonna be the same thing here. This person, that person. Oh god, versus Kong, Ah this person, that person again for like for like forty minutes. It's <laughs> i just don't know they're pretty just, much only there
1: to just like exposition dump because the monsters can't speak english so they're yeah. basically just they're explaining everything like oh there's holes in the ground the monsters are traveling through oh godzilla can only be you know he, we have to power them up with a nuclear bomb and blah blah like they're only really there for exposition dump and just to take the camera essentially from one point to another and and that's really it right like they're yep. just kind of like a guide to the cool shit and that's what annoying though because when all the guides suck You're not going to have a fun time, but thankfully, I'm happy to hear that the fun stuff is amazing and as epic as we want this throwdown to be.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, and Kong Skull Island is two hours. Godzilla's Mm -hmm. King of the Monsters is is two hours and 12 minutes. And then God delivers his Kong is an hour and fifty three minutes. So why mm. couldn't the chunk of that just be these two behemoths and stuff? <laughs> and then you you have to weed in whatever. You know, you know what movie I thought dealt with the human stuff the best as far as a big kind of epic scale and character. And you know, what I mean, like as far as like a big yeah. kind of robot thing is Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Um, yeah. Okay. I I think even the tran the Transformer. Movie, I think Bumblebee it's like the perfect blend of human kind of drama mixed in with the story of just uh transformer and stuff. Um, and I think maybe that's because the writing in that one is so much better as far as the, the human, like, you're not tired of Haley Steinfeld. You're like, Oh, I remember King of the Monsters. Every time they switched back to whoever it's like, Amy Adams in the sign of I'm like, Oh God, let's get this going. Like Harry, you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, the cool stuff. You, you gotta make me care. It. You gotta be care, and I don't. I don't. It's not like I'm gonna care about these human characters. But not I'm so excited for the all, movie. No. Um, me too, <laughs> dude. The last thing I want to get into before we get off the show is, sure. I think I'm gonna be so wrong with this box office, but I'm so happy for it. <laughs> I th- I said twenty five, thirty maybe, for okay. this movie, and that's a big opening compared with the pandemic. But the yeah. estimates have it at like 75 right now. Oh, man. I think I would cry, Holy actually. Shit. I think I would if, actually cry. I probably will, too. If this movie with the HBO Max deal, I'll literally, you can catch me in 4K. I said, you think families are going to want to go to the theaters with this? But it's it's looking like people want to go to the theaters for this. And fuck yes, thank you, God. Because I yeah. I, I pandemic or not, I'm like, bro, I, I got to see this in IMAX and i think i'm not the only one i'll wear a mask
1: whatever yeah and i'll do my thing i'll uh... I'll wipe
0: my chair i'll wipe alex's chair i'll i'll try my best to do everything the fact that i'm i might i have a chance to be drastically wrong for the box office makes me so happy so happy if this can open to like or even blow out blow away more expectation to do like an 80 something Mm-hmm. I would be through the moon, like so happy because box yeah. office is back and stuff. And exactly. I'm not expecting the movie to open to 150, like in a normal time or something yeah. like that. Uh because we're still you know, we're getting back. We're getting better and it's and it's coming back. I would be through the moon. The estimates with like ticket sales right now, the estimates have it around sixty-eight. So mm. fuck. I'm excited
1: <laughs> so yeah I'm uh, excited definitely yeah it, like if this happens if it does end up reaching anywhere in that ballpark it's a sign that we're getting back to normal and back to what we love so because I'm seeing I'm, the first
0: reaction was like oh, it's my first time in a packed theater I'm like packed theater don't 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 say that to me Oh, I'm, I'll get too pumped. You know what I mean? Like, packed theater. Okay. You know, um, I know AMC is still doing their social distance seating and stuff. So you can't really have a full, 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 like, stadium kind of theater and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But, oh, man, I'm super excited. Um, Alex and I see it next week. So... I'm really pumped. Yeah, I'm not, not requesting. I'm also not requesting a screener for it or anything like that. Um, I know they are gonna give some out, but I'm not requesting. Obviously, it. So yeah. The first time I want to watch this movie is on the big screen. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm pumped and I'm excited for Godzilla versus Kong. All right. With that being said, everyone, that is it for today's episode of Monday Morning Movies. Thank you guys all for listening. As always, Brett, thank you as always for joining me here today. Why don't you let everyone know where they can find? You? of course yeah and happy to
1: be here as always love doing this pod every week you know it's the best way to start off the week you couldn't couldn't do it any better but as yes, for where people sir. can find me youtube twitter instagram facebook
0: all the same at bam tv all right everyone and you can follow me on twitter at cinemaniac 94 and you can follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram at cinemania world and that is it everyone thank you guys for joining us once again i'll talk to you guys soon we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye